0: Welcome to the 23 Minutes in Hell podcast. Author and speaker Bill Weiss and his wife Annette address the many questions we all have about hell and eternity. Bill and Annette believe the subject of hell shouldn't grip us with fear, but instead, it should inspire us to use our time on earth wisely.
1: Thank you for joining my wife and I. Today we are answering the question, are there people currently in hell? Now some pastors and and people in general are saying that there is no one in hell currently. They believe that those who die and reject Jesus Christ will soul sleep until the great white throne judgment. Then, at that time, they will be cast into the lake of fire. Well, the second part is true. They will be cast into the lake of fire at the judgment. However, the Bible is clear that when a person dies, who has not repented and received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, will go immediately to the current hell called Hades. The scripture is abundantly clear on this issue, and we'll look at the many verses ahead. You know, but just to make something clear too, you know, Jesus used the word Hades four times, referencing the current hell, and he used the word Gehenna 11 times, referencing the future hell or lake of fire. So there's a distinction there. There's two separate places.
0: Oh, that's good, Bill. That that totally makes sense.
1: Right, so we want to make it clear.
0: Yes. And also, first to make it clear, yeah, yeah. there are two hells, like you said. Um, the first one is called Hades, and it's always referred to as down in the earth. And the future one is called Gehenna, which is also called the Lake of Fire, and that will be cast into outer darkness. Right. And this indicates a different location than the current hell. So the point is, the many verses that state a person goes down into the earth proves that there is a current place of torment, separate from the future hell.
1: Exactly. So let's look at the verses.
0: And Bill, also, you've done a lot of teaching confronting um, false teaching. And you've got, you know, if people want to go to our website, soulchoiceministries.org, you can find your teaching on soul sleep, against annihilationism and so forth right and the, all these false teachings that want to just downplay or water down hell
1: exactly and these people that believe that uh people will go to the future hell the lake of fire they downplay that also and they say well they're annihilated many of them believe in annihilation and you so when they're thrown when, in when they're thrown into this lake of fire they're immediately annihilated they cease to exist okay that's most of them believe that Or they believe that, well, it's just separation from God. It's not really anything terrible. Even though they don't know separation from God would be horrible. They don't realize that. But the point is, it's not just separation. It's actually a lake of fire where they're burning. But most of them will not acknowledge that. So like you said, the the hell is downplayed by so many. And when you twist it and believe these types of things, again, you're finding a way to get out of the actual torment of hell.
0: Yes. And now today we have AI that's creating false information on online. And I'm sure there's going to be, there could be more of this that comes up, Right. you know, cause that's happening in so many um, areas that a truth is being attacked.
1: Exactly. And just one more thing to make clear, you know, they believe in soul sleep because there's a couple of verses. It's Jesus said, Oh, he's just sleeping. Well, that's just a euphemism. It's and like he went to sleep in this life, but awoke to another life. He wasn't actually just going to sleep. And that's made clear through the scripture. We've done a study on that already, so we're not going to go there. But anyway, let's go back to the verse, the first verse. Look at Luke 16. And this is the story of the rich man and Lazarus. Now, Lazarus, he was a beggar and he died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. Now, Abraham's bosom is referred to as uh, paradise also by many, and that was where those who believed in God and looked forward to the coming Messiah, that's where they were uh, sent after they die, to Abraham's bosom, a place of comfort, which was down deep in the earth.
0: So these are the people before Jesus died on the cross.
1: Right. So after he died, then he took those people out of Abraham's bosom up to heaven. But this is where he went to Abraham's bosom. And then verse 22 says, and the rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes being in torments. Now the point is immediately after he died, the next thing Jesus said was, and in hell, he went immediately to hell and didn't go to sleep because it says that he was in torment in the flames. And he had a conversation there with, uh, you know, which the chapter goes on about. Anyway, and the word for hell in this this case is the word Hades, which references the current hell, not the future lake of fire, which is Gehenna. He also didn't appear before the great white throne judgment. That won't occur until the end, you know, after the thousand years of peace that's coming on the earth when Jesus reigns.
0: That's a good point. Well, let's look at some other verses. Isaiah 14, 9 and 10 says, hell from beneath is excited about you to meet you at your coming. It stirs up the dead for you. All the chief ones of the earth, it has raised up from their thrones, all the kings of the nations. they shall And they all shall speak and say to you, have you also become as weak as we? Have you become like us? You have to be awake to speak, right? The right. scripture says they speak and say.
1: Right. And it says hell from beneath again. See, throwing it's down deep in you. So earth. you have
0: to exist to do that.
1: Exactly. Then Ezekiel thirty two, twenty-one says, The strong among the mighty, talking about the strong among the mighty who were upon the earth, shall speak to him out of the mists of hell. So there you go again, down in hell. And they're speaking, so they're not sleeping. And they have gone down. The Assyrian is there and all her company with their graves around about. Her graves are set in the recesses of the pit. There is Elam gone down to the lower parts of the earth. Now they bear their shame with those who go down to the pit who have gone down to hell. So notice again, hell is down. Also that they have to be awake to bear shame. They can't be sleeping. Then Proverbs 9.18 says... Uh, but he who does not know that the dead are there, but he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. Well, how could they know they are guests in hell if all were sleeping?
0: That's a good point. And just a few more verses. Ezekiel thirty-one sixteen says, I cast it down to hell together with those who descend into the pit. And all in the depths of the earth. Again, down in the earth, not the future lake of fire. And it says together with right. those. So there again, they're right. existing. And Psalms 49, 19 says, He shall go to the generation of his fathers. They shall never see light. To never see light presupposes their existence. And Job right. fifteen thirty last one I'm going to read here is, He will not depart from darkness, how would they know they were in darkness if they were simply sleeping?
1: Right. Then Psalm 63.9 says, But those who seek my life to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. I'm just trying to make it clear that there's two different places. you know. And at the great white throne judgment, the people in the current hell are then cast into the lake of fire and into outer darkness. This does not indicate that they go back down into the earth, but implies a different location. So the many verses that state they shall go down to the lower parts of the earth is obviously a different place than the lake of fire at Judgment Day. And Psalms 55.15 says, Let death seize upon them. Let them go down alive into hell. Down is not the place of the future hell.
0: So, Bill, is it fair to say then? I think I believe I've heard you say this that the current hell, Hades, is kind of like jail. It's like a holding cell right, in a right. sense uh, uh, for people. Right. And then the lake of fire, the future hell, the actual hell is um, like, a, pr- state like prison, a state prison. Like being right. sentenced after the judgment, and you're sentenced to the state prison.
1: Right. So, you're held in a local jail until sentencing same thing is that people go to this current hell hades and then at the judgment day they are judged and cast into the lake of fire so it's very clear in the script so many more scriptures we could give yeah
0: i just a couple more here um psalms 88 4 says i am counted with those who go down to the pit i am like a man who has no strength well to have no strength you would have to be awake to know that fact, right? You wouldn't be sleeping. Right. And Revelation twenty thirteen says, Death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one according to his works. So here, Hades, the current hell, delivers up the dead who were there. They are judged, as you said, Bill, and they were in a place of torment, as Luke 16 states, and not sleeping.
1: Right. Those same people were in the same place that, that the, the rich man was, in torment in the flames. So he was awake. He was there, and he didn't want his brothers to come there. He knew they needed to repent to stay out of the, that hell, that current hell. Matthew eighteen thirty four mentions being delivered to to the tormentors, to be tormented. A person would be awake to be aware of that fact. Uh, Luke twelve forty seven says they'll be beaten with many stripes, or will beaten be beaten with few. Well, you must again be awake and aware that you're being beaten. That's you're not true. just sleeping.
0: And who are the tormentors? They're demons. Right, right. You know, and that's, you know, that verse always reminds me too of, um, I remember years ago when I was holding unforgiveness against a friend and I was tormented in my mind. I constantly was thinking about it. It was bothering me. It was like this harassment on my mind. And we get a little, like a little glimpse of that torment. I mean, it's a much lesser degree here on earth, obviously. But when demons are tormenting your mind or, you know, that thought keeps going over and over and over. Oh, look what they did to you. Oh, how horrible. It's tormenting. Right. You know, because you haven't forgiven yet. You haven't released that person and you haven't given it to God. So it just, we get a little taste here on the earth. And then of course, some people are really tormented severely by demons on the earth and or possessed with all the evil in the world. We can see that.
1: Exactly. 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 You know, um, Revelation 20.10 says, The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Now, this is prior uh, to the great white... Now, the, the beast and the false prophet, this is prior to the great white throne judgment. These two men were cast into the future hell before anyone else. So... You know, they are thrown in at the end of the tribulation, which is also at the beginning of this 1,000-year period coming on the earth. So at the end of the 1,000 years, they are still there in this burning lake of fire. So see, that's the future uh, hell. And these two men are thrown in. They're the first two people thrown into the lake of fire, the future hell. And they're thrown in actually before Judgment Day, a thousand years before. And the point was they're still alive after that thousand years at the great white throne judgment. Then the devil is thrown into the lake of fire also, along with all the people that have rejected Jesus Christ.
0: Yes. And where we are on the prophetic time clock, it sure seems like they were, are both alive today on the earth. Right you know um just no, a f- few
1: more verses yeah
0: numbers 1632 says and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up with their households and all the men with Korah with all their goods so they all so they, they all and all those with them went down alive into the pit and the earth closed over them so that doesn't indicate they were you know then fell asleep after the earth closed upon them right? right. This would not be too, you know, conducive, conducive of a sleep atmosphere, right. right?
1: Right. The earth is opened up, swallow them up alive, and they all go down alive into the pit, the current hell. So that doesn't sound like, well, they just went to sleep. No, you know.
0: no, that again, you know, people try to water it all down.
1: Right. Ezekiel 2620 says, then I will bring you down with those who descend into the pit, to the people of old and I will make you dwell in the lowest part of the earth in places desolate from antiquity with those who go down to the pit. So that's pretty clear it's down deep in the earth. Again, they are with others down deep in the earth and not in the future lake of fire. And one more verse, Job thirty-three twenty-two says, Yes, his soul draws near to the pit and his life to the executioner's. Well, executioners does not uh, does not sound like they are, you know, having a restful sleep.
0: Yeah, good point.
1: They're delivered to the executioners.
0: Yeah, and what's so sad, Bill, is people are dying every day who don't know Jesus, and they are headed for hell, just like you saw when you went with the Lord up into the atmosphere up above the earth, and you saw that whirlwind, uh, right? Right. Right. And you saw people falling one after the other, after the other, back down into hell. That's right. You know, it's so, it's so sad and it's, and it's so, you know, it's a choice. They don't have to go there.
1: And, you know, there's so many people that have had near death experiences or clinical death experiences or dreams or visions about the current hell. And they saw people there and, you know, credible people that have actually, was slipping out of their body and they were on their way to hell, and many saw people in hell, the yeah, current hell. That's
0: true. And some said they they knew some of the people and so forth. It's very
1: right. God revealed to them, yeah, uh, some of their friends that they knew that were there.
0: I remember that, yes. And you know, Jesus told us in Matthew 7 13 and 14 that many are going to hell and few are going to heaven. I mean, pause and think about that. Jesus said that, I know, you that's... know.
1: It's terrible.
0: Many going there. So, you know, he already knew, God already knew. So the majority are going to choose hell. Right. And yet there's this large minority of us, you know, on the earth. I don't know how many really true Christians there are or there will be when, you know, time right. ends here after the tribulation. But, you know, thank God the Lord was so gracious and giving that he would die for the family that he would have forever with him, which includes all of us right. who know him. Even you know? though he
1: said it would be few, but yeah. he valued so much having a family and such an honor for us to be called the sons of God that we could go to heaven and be with him forever. And he died this horrible death on the cross to keep us out of hell. Yeah. I mean, what more would you want him to do? People point the finger and think, how could he let people suffer in hell? Well, he died to keep them out.
0: I know. I'm so glad the Lord is so good and so gracious and loving like that because he could have said, well, most of them are going to go to hell, so why bother? I mean, you know right. what I mean? I mean, that would be how humans would think. Yeah. And here's God like, no, I'll die for even the one right. to keep the one out. Or you know, And then Jesus gives a beautiful analogy in Luke 15 about the prodigal son. He, The father goes after the one that strayed away. You know, he right. was lost and he was dead, the scripture said.
1: Right. Lost and, and dead.
0: Lost and dead. That sounds like spiritually dead. Right. Right. Because he wasn't physically dead, obviously. Right. In the story, in the parable. So he came back and it's like, that's how good God is. You and know? God
1: welcomed him. The man welcomed him. His father welcomed him. Just... Yeah. He
0: lavished gifts over him and wanted to celebrate and did celebrate the, his return. So that. For the prodigal or the one out there, if you're straight, you know, away from God, you feel like, gosh, I've done too much that's wrong or bad. No, God wants you to come back right now. And he's, he's just ready and waiting. The father's ready and waiting to just embrace you with love and restoration. That's right. And this is definitely the time to come back to the Lord and give up sin and follow him because the time is short on the earth right now.
1: And you know, God's, uh, it's proves he loves us because he gives us a free will to choose also. So people have a choice to believe him. He can't force them into going to heaven. You know, he loves them enough to give us a free will. You choose. Exactly. But he tells you clearly, hey, if you reject me, you will end up in this place. That's a message of love because it's a message of warning.
0: Absolutely. We are not robots. Thank God.
1: So understanding about the severity of hell
0: exactly this and should give us this should give us more of an urgency also to share the gospel the way of salvation with others and paul said in second corinthians 5:10 and 11 knowing therefore the terror of the lord we persuade men right so the eternal aspect of the severity of hell should motivate us to warn people to love people to to care enough to share about Jesus. Ask them, hey, can I pray for you? What's your spiritual background? Get in a conversation with people. Just care enough to do that. Even if they reject us, so what? They rejected right. Jesus too. Right? Who are they? Who, why do we care? You right. know, let's just be brave and That's get right. rid of the fear.
1: But this also, like you said, understanding how severe hell is should motivate us to want to witness, you know, to understand these people are going there if we don't open up our mouth. So it's a privilege and an honor that God's entrusted us with the gospel. Now, I hope this short teaching has made you aware that a person who doesn't know Jesus will go directly to the current hell when they die. So don't let that be you.
0: If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to leave us a rating or comment. We value your feedback. Stay in touch and learn more about this ministry by visiting us at soulchoiceministries.org